0: Hello, welcome to the Idiots on Parade, Too Ugly for TV podcast. Uh, special guest this week. I am in Fargo's, North Dakota's with Corey Adam. Corey, Hello. right there from Minneapolis. Jake is currently drunk. Uh, we were supposed to podcast earlier, and he slept through it. And then we just tried podcasting, and uh, this was his response. I'm still drunk at three in the afternoon. I, uh, I'm not
1: gonna lie. Uh, drunk from last night
0: and that pause right there Corey. yeah that's where i'm gonna edit in what i just uh the conversation i had with jake so that little pause you're
1: ruining they... it for the audience that's... though don't they need to oh, you're ruining the they... podcast movie magic they can hear me oh shit anyway <laughs> so so jake
0: is uh it's it's 3 uh 20 in the afternoon in
1: new york and jake is still he said he got
0: blackout drunk so that's not good
1: <laughs> it sounds like he needs to get blackout sobered up i mean i don't know man i've been blackout drunk before but that that Shouldn't last till uh, uh, three the next day. It I depends mean,
0: on when you went to bed. I, I don't think he went to bed till like eight, nine this morning. I don't know. Kind of exactly. sounds like
1: he woke up and then kept drinking. That's what it sounds like. Oh, then you'd
0: be, then. You, I don't think you'd be blackout drunk. I think you'd be like uh, perky drunk. Happy, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. No, I, that's how I get it. But either way, uh, Corey and I just went to Hoo Hot for lunch together, which oh, is. it's the best. It's just delicious. If you don't have a Hoo Hot by you, uh, this is your life plan. right Write your congressman. No, no, no. <laughs> Invest in a who hot this is this is your whatever you're doing uh dear listeners all i think 10 of you take your money invest in a who hot if there's not one near you because it, ours was fucking swamped there was like a 10 minute line at one point to if you don't it's like a buffet only with healthy shit and then they barbecue They they throw it on a grill right in front of you and make it and uh, at one point, you, you filled up your bowl with shit you want made, and then you just stood there waiting. That's how packed it was, at 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon.
1: Well, and we went, like, as we were leaving, it got even more packed. I mean, like, that that thing was basically wrapped around the, the sauce aisle at that point. It yeah. was crazy.
0: So, if if you want a moneymaker, invest in a hoo-hot. So, but while
1: we, while we were there,
0: Corey and I... Uh, on the way there, on the way back, uh, we were talking about uh, clubs like comics do and where we've had good shows, where we've had bad shows. Clubs we won't go back to either on purpose or not on purpose. Yeah, and, either uh, our
1: choice or their choice. With, <laughs> without
0: burning any bridges, uh, I thought, uh, Corey doesn't know this, but I figured we would want to tell a couple stories of clubs we've been banned from. I can go first. Oh, yeah. No, so, again, I'm not going to tell what club this is because
1: it's, uh, no, cause there's always that outside hope that... They'll, they'll come they'll, back. Yeah. Maybe they'll yeah. invite me back. Like I feel the, like that's like every time you get eighty six from a venue as a comic, like it's just like you immediately become the battered girlfriend. Like maybe he'll change. Like yeah. He's not. You know. He doesn't seem so tough anymore. It's fine.
0: And the thing is, I could see getting banned. And here's the fun part about the stories we're going to tell. I could see getting banned if you were on stage and you got way drunk and you picked a fight with an audience member, or you threw up, or you broke <laughs> shit, or if you just were a bad comic. But the fun thing about these stories about getting banned is uh, the fact that I should see what the recording level is as we're doing this. Oh, it's not too bad.
1: Uh, (laughs) I like how you checked your audio levels like halfway through. Yeah, Yeah, we've been uh, talking. uh, Let's check it out now. All right.
0: Um, (coughs) So the funny thing about these stories is it has nothing to do with uh, behavior uh, for the most part or being in the wrong. Let's say that. So my story is uh, there was a club and uh, the nice thing about this is, is it got confirmed a couple Maybe five, seven years later by another comic, I worked the club, and you stayed in a comedy condo. When you work a, a comedy club, they either put you up in a hotel, or they rent an apartment, and then you stay there, and they just pay rent for the month, and all the comics stay there. Or
1: you get screwed and have to sleep in your car. Yes, that <laughs> happens
0: too, but we like to not talk about that. Um, cars actually preferable to some of the comedy
1: condos, oh, though. Oh, man. I, uh, in Williston, actually. like We can talk shit about that one, because it doesn't exist. Like, that... That, like in the they used to give us that like itinerary report like out there it's like do not make fun of the hotel and like you go into the hotel and like they had like did you stay in the hotel in Williston when you were there
0: I stayed in a beautiful bed and breakfast Oh like, you're a son of a bitch They they the 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 guy uh, actively said I wanted to make it nice for comics because I know how shitty it is to stay in a bad hotel because he oh, was a man. comic once uh, I won't use names but to me beautiful guy I don't want to but talk behind oh, he's a great guy he uh, um. Yeah, I still. Well, where did you stayed at a place that was? Yeah, just- we
1: stayed like right next to where they were doing uh, the where they were doing the the comedy club there, right? Directly across the street, it was called like the Ace of Spades or something, but it was like a hotel. It was a motel, mm. and it was uh, you walk up and they had a pool area, and the pool area the pool was gone and it had been filled with concrete, yep. but all the signage for the pool and like the fence and everything, it was like still all there. the. Right, all the stuff like even in like in your hotel room, the like little like uh, like you know how there's like the little guide, you know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh this is what your hotel has. Like it said pool in there, no no pool, filled it over. The hallway looked like a, a more rundown version of The Shining, like just the hallways, like yeah. it, it had that red carpet, but it was like all like drab. It looked like looked like a movie theater from like the 1930s, and then in so my room get out your big wheel. Right, and then, so, like, uh the headliner's room, because uh, I went there with Gus, and the headliner room was fine, so good room, whatever, right? The feature room, they had us put right next to the kitchen, and it was, like, a demo that, like, they never finished, so, like, the bathroom on the feature had no no ceiling panels of any kind, you could see the framework and, like, look straight up into the, like, rafters, there was nice. no ceiling of any kind, the... uh the air conditioner did not work at all. Uh, it was it wasn't even like it was one of those uh, bank registers on the bottom, yeah, 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 and yeah, like yeah. it was actually pulled out of the wall. Like you could see light coming in. Uh, there's a <laughs> that's good for North Dakota in the winter. Yeah, you know? there's like the a summer.
0: Okay, it, it must suck, but in winter that's got to be really good for, for oh, heat management.
1: Yeah, it's got to be great. It was uh, the the microwave did not work right, and on top of the microwave was a TV that did not work right. On top of the pulled out air conditioner was a window unit that wasn't plugged in or anything. And I went to go look at the, it didn't even have a cord. Ah. And like, I actually, uh, I have, I mean, I'll see if I still have them on my phone. I can put them, like, I don't know if you put this on a website or just stream it. But I mean, like, just I can it. show you, like, yeah. pictures of this place. Like, because I, I was laughing at how legitimately bad this room was. I was right. like, man, because, like, I've stayed in a lot of shitholes. But, like, you you have to really be shitting the bed to get me to be like, man, this this might be the worst. I mean, like... Cause, cause I'm sure you've stayed in just some oh. absolute terrible places. Like, like bad rooms don't even register on my, on my chart anymore. It's like, ah, oh, bed, TV, good enough. Like, internet,
0: bed, TV, internet. Yeah.
1: Well, internet's, internet's becoming more and more, but I mean like that, like, man, I've stayed so many places without internet, like not even like without Wi-Fi, but like they don't even have internet. Like they don't even have a computer by the desk that you can use. Like just no internet. It's Where like, the
0: fuck how do you, you live? Yeah.
1: Detroit lakes mostly. Oh no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the so going back to the comedy condo. Oh shit! Yeah.
0: No, it's good to go off topic or off. Or that's that's the best <laughs> thing about talking. Is no, it? I know, necessary. I know.
1: Podcasts are supposed to be very linear, very structured. Today. No, <laughs> the best part
0: is remembering what we were talking about. So my uh, getting banned from a club story. Uh, we stayed at the comedy condo, and and I felt I had really good shows all week, and I was happy with them. And then Monday, I get a phone call from the uh, club owner, and goes, "Hey uh, Nathan, I need to know how many towels you used at the condo." I'm like, <laughs> "Hey uh, Dad, one." <laughs> And he's like, "Okay, well, there were a lot of towels used. Do you know who did it?" I'm like, "No, I."
1: And did I'm he think- ever give you a quantifiable number? Like, what what constitutes a lot of towels? No, and
0: I'm like thinking in my and I, you don't say this to a comedy club owner, but I'm thinking in my head. I'm not the towel police. No, right. I don't know right. who used what. I didn't. I didn't, you know, like knock on doors or follow anyone okay. into the bathroom. Like, hey, when you're done with that shower, I didn't watch anybody. But he's like, okay, well, a lot of towels were used. I I, I got to keep track of this, or I, I, I got to do. And then he hung up. Like, how okay, many, fine. like
1: how many towels could there be? That like, how many towels were even in the condo? Like, I just like you have most two people. condos have two or three towels, right. and that's it. Right, you just use like, the two. If you right. use four towels, like if 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 you have two people in there, right, they're staying for two days, they use two towels. That means they used a separate towel each day. To me. That's not even a lot of towels. No. Like, like I what use one towel for two days? But still, say right. you
0: use uh, the the say you use two towels over two days. That's still not a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing. But either way, so I, I never worked the club again. And I, I tried and tried and tried. And then five, seven years later, I'm driving with a comic, and we're talking weird stories. And he goes, "Yeah, so I worked this club, and the owner called me on Monday and started asking about towels." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> but this guy got read the Riot Act. He said the owner was screaming at him on the phone. You use so many towels. I don't know what the fuck is going on with you, comics. Blah 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 blah. And and he actively told him you can't work my club anymore. So that immediately yeah. triggered my mind. Well, you know, oh, if you have
1: no if you have no towel discipline, you have no business in yes. this industry. I've
0: always said that. That's why I have said okay. That's why I've never worked that club again. I got the towel phone call, and I never worked the club again. And kind of confirmation. You you have a similar story that you told me that it yeah, involves. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, a different club and a different was, uh, club, but it doesn't involve like starting a fight with a customer or no, I was, uh, being I was bad on stage. No, I, I had, I had, stage.
1: I had a great, yeah, exactly. Like it's like if I was starting a fight with the crowd or like maybe I was like, you know, like, like being a dick to the service staff or something like that. Like there are a lot of like. That's the thing about this industry that I think people always like. Like people really romanticize comedy. They're like, "Oh, he's a comic. That's got to be so cool." And it's like, I love my job. Don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those bitter guys. I love doing comedy. Yeah. I love it. It's. Yeah. I don't know that there's anything else I could legitimately do. Like, so I love it. You know, like I mean, it's it's great. But like, you know, the, the the funny thing is when you hear about these towel things or the story that I'm about to tell is like, you know, just getting to the venue on time not pissing anybody off, and being funny when you're supposed to be funny, like, that's already hard enough. Like, I mean, not not like it's difficult, but I mean, just like from a professional aspect. But then you throw in this bullshit with, like, the towels and stuff. It's like, you know, it's like, well, let's say you were Louis C.K. Does he get kicked out for using too many fucking towels? You know, like, and, I, and I'm well, actually... I've heard
0: plenty of stories of comics like... I'm drawing a blank on their names. Like, Eddie Griff, There are people that we know that make the news for being just whacked out of their mind on drugs. And they'll do two hour sets at an improv to where the, the yeah and they're back again six months later yep. like the audience walks out on them everybody gets angry at the comic they're like get the fuck off the stage but it's a celebrity
1: so you should we, have we you know what you should have done says, you should have sent that guy a gift package with a towel yeah a bed bath like, and beyond coupon or yeah something. but like hey you don't have to worry this one's washed yeah. but like you're saying celebrities can get away with anything,
0: anything. because they've got yeah. a name but we can't get away with anything not even, even if we're not trying
1: so back to right. your story well, so I was, I was in this club and uh, had great shows, like, the whole week. It was a good week. And uh, I I was in the condo, and the condo of this club, and this is going to tip it off to all the people that are comics, but the this club, uh, they, their condo is directly above a nightclub. Weird. Uh, yeah. And so, like, it, it So just when you're thugs. trying to,
0: when I worked it, you're sitting there at one in the morning or two, just trying to get to sleep, and all you hear is, and you're fucking floor is vibrating right and...
1: yeah oh that's the worst is like the floor you're just like yeah. thum, 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 thum. and the comedy club is actually underneath there now like the club is gone so i imagine it's a much better place to stay now but yeah. so uh i'm in there and there's these people out in the alleyway and they just will not shut the fuck up and it's you know it's uh i went to bed at like around two they're making a bunch of fucking noise and then like around three they're still making fucking noise and then, around four, I just lost my shit. I was like it's four a m like I wanted to get up and go uh i was in, I was in a city and I wanted to go do some shit and I wanted to get up a little bit earlier and I couldn't and so I just opened the, the window and I'm like, "Would you guys shut the fuck up we're trying there's people trying to sleep and the girl from the bottom goes, "Oh hell no, and I just shut the window and went to sleep and then I get a call from the owner of the club because apparently the girl i yelled at was one of the managers at the restaurant underneath there and like she's like he was calling me a cunt and he was doing all of a sudden it's like i never i never did that like yeah i told you to shut the fuck up because you were screaming at 4 a.m like that's my bad and when it got back to the booker the booker even told me she goes uh you know i've heard of a lot worse than people getting banned for yelling like you'll be back but they and that was like a year and a half ago like they not back yet and i probably won't be yeah. And, and I don't want to talk about it really, but I used a lot of towels.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing, Doug, about where she said that he was calling me a cunt. When the story changes, that's when you lose your shit. Cause I told you a story. I checked into a hotel room and they wanted my credit card to pay for parking. And I said, well, I'll just park on the street. And they said, well, you'll get towed. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll take that risk. And uh, fortunately the club owner there knows me, likes me, understands my personality and knows that I'm a good guy. I'm not trying to, you know, ruffle feathers or start fights. So he doesn't know you
1: at all. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so I, I, the, the guy says, I need your credit card for to pay for parking. I said, no, I'll park on the street. And he goes, well, I'm going to need to talk to a manager. I said, that's fine, whatever you need. And uh, he goes away and he comes back with the manager. the manager says, you wanted to talk to me? I said, no. I He, he said that you needed to talk to me. He went to get you. He's like... Well, what's the problem? I said, no, no problem. I just, I'm going to park on the street. I, I don't need to, I'm not going to pay for parking. It's fine, right? And he's like, ugh. And I can't remember what happened, but <laughs> he said, tell the manager of the comedy club to call me. So I'm like, okay, you know, like, whatever. And uh, I go to the show that night, and I'm like, hey, the hotel manager wants to talk. He's like, oh, I heard. He called me. And apparently, I was in the lobby fucking raising hell and berating his app- and I'm like, and, he, and I'm like, no. And he's like, no, no, I know you didn't, but this asshole manager... So, if that had been anywhere but that comedy club, I would have been burned yep. by this dickhead manager just the way he approached. Like, you needed to talk to me. I'm like, no, you're employee. And how does that get lost in translation? Where well, yeah, the employee says, I need to talk to my manager, and suddenly it's the customer out there saying, I need to see a manager.
1: I and that's the most frustrating part about some of these road gigs is like, like to me, it's like, you know, you can you can handle all the shit that's in your control and still get bounced for nothing, like over yeah. fucking towels or over yelling at somebody to keep it down. I mean, like, just get bounced, and it's fucking... It's it's ridiculous. And, and like, they can say... Like, like luckily, you were at a place where that didn't happen, but, I mean, most of the time when that shit happens, they're not going to believe the comic. Like, yeah. that's just how it yeah. goes. They Well, they don't want to...
0: They'll just... They don't want to have to deal with the search of finding a new hotel right. and they don't put it on the hotel. It's like, okay, either I can just not have this comic back or I can get a new hotel and this comic will probably piss off that manager too. Yeah. So fuck it, the comic is just burned. Like I said, I got lucky. And the other thing was that the other comic, the feature was checking in at the exact same time as I was. And uh, I'm, I, she sort of was startled when the manager approached. We sort of looked at one, like meeting her for the very first time, like, oh, hi, I'm Nathan. Oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. And so the manager comes up, and she's sort of freaked out, like, "Whoa, this guy's being a dick to us!" Like, and she actively—I think she didn't say anything. She was just happened to be there, and I'm pretty sure he threw on her under the bus too, like, Ugh. tried to blame her. And she had just not even had the what chance. What an to. asshole!
1: Fuck this guy! Yeah,
0: I wish I had his name because I would love to, you know, I don't know, get revenge somehow, but. <laughs> What would you do? How would you get revenge on that guy? I have no idea. If I if I had his name, maybe find his phone number and take out something something silly and childish. Like I'm 14, like you know, hot steaming gay sex hookup on Craigslist. You know, I just put his cell That's phone number. That's pretty great. Some, something where just what's the best childish?
1: vengeance you've ever got on somebody?
0: Oh man, uh, one that pops to mind comes from my childhood, and this is not good vengeance because it was immediately defeated, but it still made me giggle. I moved into a new neighborhood in seventh grade. And down the street, we saw a family that had a pool, an above-ground pool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was in a new place. And I'm trying to make friends. And I don't know anybody. And I, I just... This is seventh grade. So this is so many years ago. I don't remember what yeah, happened. Yeah. All I did is I found that the family was very mean and closed off and unwelcoming so what I did I was I felt you know hurt like wow here I'm a new kid in the neighborhood and you guys are dicks so I took a two liter bottle of like Mountain Dew and saved it and I pissed in it for uh, like a week until it was full and then one night I went to their pool and dumped it in the pool like a full two liters of piss oh
1: that's awesome
0: Well, I thought it was funny like in my mind I'm like I know the chlorine and chemicals yeah, but it's are not killing that. it's the not pee. about that it's yeah. about
1: they're their swimming in your piss
0: but it's it's all been sterilized but it still made me feel good yeah. like yeah i That's poured great. two liters of piss into your pool at once That's and, pretty awesome. and you swam in it and I'm, I'm trying to think you got a good revenge story if oh I yeah can i've got i've got island? a
1: bunch of them i was a vengeance filled like asshole as a kid i, can't I uh when i was uh my favorite one ever was uh i was like 21 20 right in there and i just uh i had just like moved out on my own you know and i i had this job uh with a company called Meat Guys, and they were basically like, uh, yeah, right. It's so <laughs> I funny. Like I don't even that. think they exist anymore, but they were like, uh, they were like swans. Like they would go around like the yeah, swans guy. Like you would, yeah, food. but like it was you basically. We would roll up to these houses and cold call them and see if they wanted to buy meat out of this van. Like it's so crazy, <laughs> creepy, weird when you say it like that. But it's, it's like
0: back in the day when I don't know if this ever happened to you. It must have happened to me three, four, five times in my life where I'd just be hanging out. in a, a white van would pull up. Dude, you want to buy some speakers? Like, yeah, it's kind of you, know. you know, like I mean,
1: <laughs> well, what we would do is we would show up and they would give us these like they were like three hundred dollar like things of like meat that were you know they're vacuum sealed and stuff and they I mean it was good it was good steaks and shit yeah. like it wasn't bad it's like Omaha steaks and what would happen is like you'd sell cases of them and you just go to different areas and whoever sold the most. uh got like you know you like if you sold 10 like they ended up costing less if you sold 20 they cost less so yeah, i mean yeah. like, like anything there were guys work. yeah i mean there were guys at that place that like that's all they did and they were making like you know four four or five grand like a week you know just just boom god damn yeah i mean it's crap that was not me i did not make that i mean i i had like a good week but so uh
0: you weren't just go get him as some salesman
1: no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a scumbag. Like, I just can't, yeah. I like, I'm like, hey, you guys want that? All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty laid back about that. But, uh, I was selling this meat door to door and I went to, uh, there's a shitty town outside of Minneapolis called Maple or no, uh, Belle Plain, Bell Plain, Minnesota. And it's basically like, just, it's, it's terrible. It's a bad place. Like, it's just a fucking cookie cutter suburbs, but like in the middle of nowhere. So it's like just weird people. And I, uh, I'm uh, outside of the town and there's this old ass house. That's like, kind of like there's a main area to the town. And then it's like, almost as if this one house was like ostracized. It's like out like four blocks away from the main town, you know, and it was just on the road. And so I went up there and I'm like, I'll see what these guys do. I knock on the door and this little old lady like opens her screen door, just the littlest of bit. And she goes, it says no soliciting. Can't you read? And she tased me. Like she had a little taser, like hit me right in the arm, and I went down and I'm just twitching. And she fucking closes the door and walk off. And I Oh man, I was so pissed. And I fucking like I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, look I'm up laughing because I didn't see that coming. No, I, I didn't laugh. either at all. It was right on like she opened the door, I mean like like literally, maybe like two just enough to get the fucking taser gun out there. She goes, It says no soliciting and just tases me, right? <laughs> And I dropped down, and of course, you know, you're, you're on the porch, like, you know, and I, and I stand up, and I look, and sure as shit, there's this tiny little, no- I mean, it is tiny. It says no soliciting on the top of the screen door, but it's so tiny, I didn't even notice it, and I was so pissed, I was like, oh, fuck this bitch. So I drove uh, 15 minutes to the next town, and I spent, uh, I, at th- that day, I actually had sold a pretty good amount, so I had about 500 bucks in my pocket, and I went in there to the uh, pet store, and I bought $500 worth of crickets. No. And I came back to her house, and, like, there were windows that were open, and I just dumped the crickets. Like, oh,
0: that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean,
1: like, I, I hope she's dead. Like, I hope that if she's listening to this, which I doubt, I, I hope she's dead. I really no, we do. have a
0: pretty good uh, elderly demographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I in, bet. In, in, in this podcast.
1: Anybody that doesn't know what a podcast is, they're into it, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I mean, like, because I, uh, it's, uh, the thing about crickets... Is that they multiply like you wouldn't believe. And short of calling an exterminator, that woman is not getting a a decent night's sleep the rest of her life in that house. Oh, that's
0: fucking beautiful. Because that's that's so, like, you know, original and
1: unique. Who thinks to, obviously you do, but who thinks to blow $500 on crickets? Oh, I was pissed, man. I never got tased in my life. And, like, I was fucking pissed. And I'm just growling the whole time, and it was super funny at the pet store, because the guy's like, oh, what kind of lizard do you own?" I'm like, don't talk to me, I just want my crickets. He's like, alright, asshole. <laughs> like, and they're just giant, like, bags. I don't know if you've ever bought crickets from nope. a pet store, but they're just giant, like, bags. They just tie them, they're like balloons with insects in them. That's and $500 cool. of crickets is like, five bags full? I mean, it's I can, a lot of crickets. I can imagine. And I actually, I got fired from that company because uh, they give you the meat up front, and then you sell them, right? Okay. And then you have to pay them back for it. And I, I spent that money on crickets. <laughs> and I told them the story, and they're laughing. They're like, yeah, well, you're still fired, but that is pretty funny. I'm That's like, yeah.
0: fucking beautiful. And then you had to pay for the meat eventually anyway, didn't yep. you? Or that, yeah. yeah. I don't think I can top that, because there's a combination of I'm listening to you, I'm enjoying the story, and I'm laughing, and somewhere in the back of my mind I'm going, shit, I'm going to have to talk next, and I can't think of, <laughs> of, a, of a revenge story. I don't I don't really have many, I can't think of many times where I got uh, burned where I needed to get revenge. Um how, what? Where's the time on this thing? Oh, we've got a couple minutes left. You got another revenge story? You want to I got to tell? a bunch, man. Fucking I was a vengeance. Hear my goddamn voice, all every fucking. I was fucking a vengeance week. motherfucker. Go as a for kid. it, Corey uh, Adam, ladies and gentlemen. Another
1: vengeance story from Corey Adam because I got nothing to top it. One of my uh, when I was in high school, it's like 16. Uh, one of my like so I say the word friend, but like this dude. So this guy, his name's Guy Geyser. Like you can't call him that though. My name's Guy. It's like that's not with your license. Is. Shut up, man. And he like. I don't like I don't understand like that was
0: what we used to call people we didn't really like. Right, no, right. and that's we didn't really like it. Hey, he was like guy.
1: one of those he was like one of those people and like I feel like every friend group has it where it's like we all really hated him. But he was grandfathered in because he had been our friend since like junior high. But like, Plus, like a hot tub time machine. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, yep, yeah. That's but exactly he's our right. Exactly, and like yeah. we 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 go out to the bar with him, and he's the guy that starts fights and stuff. And like we'll fucking slap him around. But like if anybody else touches him, like fuck you, don't touch our friend. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. he's and we always hated him. But uh, one time he uh, he got this car, and it was a uh, like Toyota Camry, and he was just being a dick, and so we're me and my buddy. Uh, I love this story. Me and my buddy Hank are like, God, we got to figure out how to get him. And like, I love, I love thinking of like weird creative ways, like crickets and stuff. Obviously. Where it's just like, you know, it's like, you don't expect it. So what we did, and and you can do this, you can do any of these at home, like to somebody, if you really want to fuck them over. So like, it, it'd be harder to do now because like, so this story, he, he left his car unlocked, right? And we uh, went in and it was an old crank window. So we rolled down his window and then we put a broken piece of glass on top of the rolled down window, and then we put a brick in his passenger seat and and, and threw around some other glass. Right? right? We thought it was the funniest thing ever. You know, we watch him come out. He's like, "Holy shit! Somebody threw a fucking brick through my car." Blah blah blah. And we're laughing. We think it's the funniest thing ever. Well, so he drives over to this gas station. Uh, there's a gas station body shop. I'm from Hopkins, and it's it's called uh, Spielman's. I think no, it wasn't Spielman's. Those guys. Those were the guys that told him. It was, uh, fuck, I can't remember this garage, but this shady-ass garage that's not even there anymore, right? He brought it to this garage. They charged him 400 bucks to fix the window. They just like, rolled it up. Yeah, they, 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 I mean, <laughs> they they literally took the glass out and rolled it up, and they charged him for a new window. And to this day, like, I hope I hope, Guy never hears, like, to this day, he has no fucking clue. Because when we found out, my buddy Hank is like, we could never tell him. And I'm like, yeah, no, agreed, cannot. So
0: That's fucking beautiful, but that's on the... That's on him for not checking,
1: uh, and, uh, it's on the shitty... Right, it's on the really terrible garage, mostly, but, yeah, like, and his parents were pretty rich and it was his parents' money, so, like, we didn't really care, but it was, oh, like, okay. super funny. It's not like he was out of it, but, like, yeah. The other thing that we did to him that, uh, was really funny is, uh, we, uh, the same car, this car was actually victim to a lot of pranks, but we, uh, this is one of my favorite pranks to, I've done this to so many people, but what you do is you just go down to, like, a hardware store... And you buy some nuts and bolts, right? And then you open the hubcap. And then you put the nuts and bolts in the hubcap and put it back on the tire. And what's so funny is as they're driving around, it'll just be this most horrific banging noise. And because it's over the engine, it'll sound like it's coming from the engine. But the moment they stop to check it out, the noise stops. They will never fucking figure it out. It's so great.
0: I like that. That's beautiful.
1: It's kind of like a lot of the newer hubcaps like don't actually have hubcaps yeah. now. so of like mine, like a, it would,
0: they, would, they would fall out the side. They, have, right, they all have right. holes in them. Right, and, but like no. the
1: old school hubcap car, like, yeah. yeah, you just pop them open, throw the hubcaps in there, put the hubcap back on, and like just laugh. It's no, so thinking,
0: funny. No, I'm just thinking a banana in the tailpipe. That's all that's popped into my head right there. <laughs> <That> <laughs> yeah. Hills Cop.
1: The other one we used to do is we used to love to uh, saran wrap uh, toilets. That's, that's one that's of my favorite classic, things. It's yeah. just classic.
0: Yep. God, I wish I had good prank or joke stories. I don't I My friends and I, we didn't... If we fucked with each other, my memory's shot. And <laughs> I can't think of it, but... Either way, well, thanks for listening, uh, kids. Jake, sorry you missed it. Corey, thanks for telling your yeah, stories. Yeah, hey, man. Thanks for having basically me. Basically cool.
1: saving the day. I don't... Man, it's a pretty easy day to save. All you had to do is not get drunk, Jake. <laughs> if you are listening,
0: it means you did make the transition because uh, I put in the order to cancel the podomatic soundcloud or the podomatic rss feed to itunes now it's uh, the soundcloud rss feed to itunes so you're either over on the soundcloud or you're wondering why we are no longer updating and what happened to idiots on parade it's a long story but basically fuck podomatic yeah hey fair all right kids thanks for listening goodbye